0: There is so much we can learn from each other, and I'll say it up front, I by no means know everything at all, but I don't know about you, just hearing from other peers and what others go through, there's so much that can be learned from each other and just from what other people experience and from others' journeys. So I really just wanted to share with you my personal journey, and at the very least, if Maybe you'll resonate with it, maybe you won't, but maybe my experiences that I'll share can help you along your way wherever you are in your own personal journey, and maybe it will even inspire you to share your journey with others. So before we dive in, I just wanted to say that whatever your struggles are, you are not alone. And I really believe that our obstacles are merely opportunities for growth if we decide to um, see them through that lens. So, who the hell am I? I am going to pretend like we are sitting across the table from one another and enjoying a latte while we get to know each other and while I'm telling you a little bit about my life and my experiences and who I am and where I came from and wh- how I got to where I am today. It's a little bit awkward to talk about ourselves, or for me, it is, anyways. So, My upbringing was very unconventional, and I feel super lucky to have uh, grown up just kind of experiencing life from... Different views, I guess you could say, like I traveled around the world when I was like three years old and I was diagnosed with type one diabetes when I was nine. I lived on a farm with my family and we ate relatively healthy. We harvested our own food and we were me and my sister were homeschooled. So I think it was quite a shock when I did get diagnosed with type one. I remember feeling very frustrated and angry and just a little confused because we never got sick as kids. We never had to go to the doctor. And then all of a sudden it's like I'm in the hospital and getting poked and prodded. And it was just very uh, like an emotional time. But my doctor said uh, they couldn't trace it back in my family. So they think or what I was told back then was I had a really bad reaction to an immunization shot before leaving for India when I was two years old. So the doctors thought that maybe that could have had something to do with it for, for getting an autoimmune disease. But um, yeah, so (laughs) my childhood was very, uh, I guess, up and down. I I never looked at my disease as something that would stop me from achieving anything that I wanted in life. And it was never something that I really uh, thought of as a obstacle or I never looked at it as a negative thing. I think I kind of just pushed it to the side and pretended like it wasn't there. um, So I wouldn't have to deal with it, which is not a great thing to do. I don't know if you've ever had a challenging aspect in your life where you just didn't want to face the reality. So you kind of just pushed it aside until you had to one day deal with it. I feel like diabetes to me is kind of like that, um, but I still wouldn't say that it was ever a negative uh, thing. I think if anything, it really taught me a lot and made me grow a lot, uh, a lot more than I could probably give myself credit for and I don't know about you like if you look back on areas in your life when you did have struggles or if you do have struggles and if you look back on them like do you feel that you've grown from those times in your life or do you still feel like they're a negative impact on your life today? Growing up with diabetes, I was literally the only kid in my class uh, in grade six when I started going to school. We were homeschooled up until grade six until I begged my mom to let me go to school, and I was the only person in my class, even throughout high school, didn't know any other diabetics. I always felt super alone. And then after I graduated high school, and um, you know, there was a period there where I didn't take very good care of myself. Uh, obviously, if I'm trying to pretend like I don't even have it, but uh, then I started just feeling super alone. And I remember, like, my goal at that age was I wanted to do modeling and acting. So I was always going to auditions, and I always uh, was going to do things like this, and I started struggling with my body image and just, I remember going onto Google and Googling, um, just trying to find like celebrities or other people that I could look up to that had type one diabetes. I don't know if you've ever, if you have an invisible illness and you feel alone. And so you're trying to find people that, Hey, like that person, I can relate to and they're doing all the things that I want to do and it just gives you that empowerment like I'm not alone and there's hope and I can do this. So that's kind of where I was at for a long time but back then social media did not exist and so it was hard to find people that I could actually look up to and a lot of my childhood I just felt very alone living with type 1 diabetes. Now, as I got older, I had some serious struggles with eating disorders, and I became very afraid of food, and I had a very bad relationship with my body, and very I, w- I didn't have good b- body image at all. So this was very prominent, and then I moved to LA, which just escalated my body image, and um, I was always trying to fit into this box and try to like have the perfect body, and I thought that... You know, that was what was going to propel me forward. I was like, only if one day I can look this way, then I'll be able to achieve my goals and I'll be able to really get to where I want to be in life. And I've always been one of those gals who goes to extremes. So it's never just somewhere in the middle. It's like uh, go hard or go home. So it's like either I'm doing an extreme diet or I'm freaking not doing anything at all. Like if I'm – I remember like exercising. I exercised every single day. I'm like, oh, you want me to diet? Like I got this and I would diet until my hair would fall out because I would be eating so such uh, small amounts of food. So I would really go to extremes and that really messed up my metabolism a lot. So fast forward to 2015 after I had literally went through probably my lowest point with dieting and trying to lose weight and uh, fit into this box that didn't even exist. I was like, Oh, I have a photo shoot. So I'll just stop eating. And then I'm like, Oh, I booked another photo shoot. So blah, blah, blah. And it just started on this roller coaster that led me down a path that when I look back now, I was in such a negative place, uh, with like my mental state, because I don't know if you've ever struggled with your body image or with weight loss or just feeling like crap about yourself because of how you look and then how you feel on the inside. It's like such this um, just crazy state to be in. But I remember just feeling so horrible in that state. But when I look back now, that like the lowest of the lows and everything that led me down that path actually propelled me forward and uh, brought like led me to where I am now. So uh, if you're feeling in that place right now of just like hopeless and just feeling like shit, (laughs) then I want you to know that there is hope at the end of the tunnel. So fast forward to after extreme dieting and having my hair break off and my metabolism just be super messed up. I discovered macros and weight training. I've always been one of those girls that likes to hit the gym. Like I always feel better when I'm active. Like it's kind of releases... My frustration and my stress, even just going out for a walk, like really just clears my head. So I don't know if that's like you too, but if that's how you are, that's exactly how I am. So anyways, but I never had like, even when I was going to the gym, I never had the knowledge of what a proper strength training program looks like. In the past, I would always make time to go to the gym. But my diet would be, you know, I'd be like working so hard all day. And then I'd be like, you know, feeling good because I made it to the gym. My body feels good. You sweat out all your like frustration of the day. But then when I would go home and it would be so late and then I have to get up early for the next day. So my, my dinner would look like cheese and crackers or something that really um, wasn't going to get me to where I wanted to be. But that's OK because I did not know that back then. So anyways, 2015, I'm living in LA, I discover macronutrition and strength training, like a proper progressive overload strength training program. Basically, it was my boyfriend, he really, he he was going through like his own transformation and was doing all these macros and stuff. And it was funny because the other day he's like, hey, you wouldn't even know about macros if it wasn't for me. And I'm like, thought about it for a second. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. So macros are the amount of protein, fats, and carbs that your body needs each day. And it's all based on like your activity level and your fitness goals. And we all require a different amount to depending on how sensitive we are with our blood sugar levels. We're all so different. And there's no one size fits all approach when it comes to nutrition. So this... This whole period, I really just dove in and started learning about just how to better my health and my nutrition and how to live a healthier life. And that is what propelled me forward. And fast forward to diabetic fitness world, my baby that was born, my business baby. It really just started off as a blog. And then uh, I, I really worked hard on it quit my corporate job. And now I like through all my struggles and all those painful times, I've just really been able to make that my top priority. And so now I can help other women achieve their goals. And there's not a better feeling than that. So that's sort of how everything tied together. And I really believe that there's no right or wrong way to do anything. And this can go for like health and fitness, nutrition to any aspect in your life. I think that we all have opinions of what's right or wrong. And I feel like we're so sensitive this day and age. I don't know if you guys feel that way too, but I just really believe that there's no right or wrong. And I think that people will tell you that you can't do something or they'll give you all of the reasons why you shouldn't do something or why something is not going to work out. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what people say. It's your drive and your consistent effort that's going to get you to where you want to be in life. I remember, just as an example, moving from Canada to the United States and people saying, well, Chaja, how are you going to afford your medical? Because, you know, in Canada, we have universal health care. And I guess, you know, it's something that I've never really thought about. Like, yes, I have a chronic illness, but it's never something that I've ever thought of as like, oh, like you're sick. Like you have such like you're blah, blah, blah. I've never thought of my illness as a roadblock to do anything. So I think that's one example I can give you just moving to the States. I'm like, I don't know how it's going to work out, but it's going to work out for me. And then when I stopped my corporate job, when I transitioned into my own business and working for myself, there were, there was people that said, Taja, how are you going to afford your medical now? Because in corporate (laughs) you have your medical paid for, like, you know, it's much cheaper and now you're going to be paying for it out of pocket. Like, how is that even going to work? And again, I'm like, I don't know. And maybe it's just how I am. Like, me like I th- I like to think of myself as a pretty practical person but when it comes to things that I really want it's like I don't know how I'm going to get there but I'm going to get there and I'm not even going to think of those things because th- I'm not going to let those things be the reason why I don't try And I think a lot of the time people will say things to us out of fear or just because of their own insecurities. And it's not coming from a place of negativity or a place um, that they're like, people aren't trying to hurt you when they say these things. They're just genuinely concerned for you. And so I think it's just important to stay in your own lane and just not try to let uh, what other people, other people's opinions deter you from the big picture and how you want your life to look and if I've learned anything whether you know you have diabetes or not maybe it could be anything maybe you don't even have a chronic illness maybe it's just something else going on in your life but whatever it is I really feel like those those things those that seem like such strong (laughs) high roadblocks they will only limit you and hold you back from achieving your goals if you allow them to. So I really believe that whatever it is, there's always an opportunity for you to move past it if you decide to. Okay, so pretend like you have two canvases. One is painted and it's from where you started to where you are now and everything in between. And all of those struggles and things that you had to endure along the way, all of those things are painted on canvas number one. And then you have another canvas, and it's a blank canvas. And this canvas is the next chapter of your life and the rest of your life from now moving forward. And you can paint that canvas however you want. It's your life and your picture to Paint and choose how you want it to look. Like you are the architect of your life and you can design it however you want. And I feel like, you know, I mean, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I feel like a lot of people will disagree with that because, you know, hey, you have bills to pay, you have responsibilities, you have maybe you have a family, you have mouths to feed. There's things that make it difficult for you to just say, hey, I'm going to choose to do this and like fuck everything else. But Hey, I didn't say it was going to be easy. I think all of those struggles or obstacles that you face are legit. They're so understandable, but they should not be the reason you stop trying to go for what you want in life. Those obstacles are just opportunities to grow and push forward for what you want in life and your happiness is more important than anything and it's worth fighting for no matter what and no matter where you are or where you came from we all have our own story to paint so you can paint it however you want if you choose to do so. If you take nothing else at all from this episode, let it be to just take a moment to reflect on your life and to take all of your past accomplishments and really just celebrate them and to look forward and push Past any of the obstacles that you're facing right now, or just at least try to look at your obstacles as more of an opportunity to move forward with growth. I believe that confidence starts from within, and when you feel good about yourself on the inside, it really just overflows into all other areas of your life. And I believe that you know, it starts for me anyways, it started with just feeling good about my body and, and that propelled me forward and made me feel confident to achieve my goals in all other areas. And I'm not saying that you need to look a certain way in order to build confidence, but I do think that you need to feel good about yourself on the inside. And you really need to find self-love and appreciation for yourself in order to feel fully confident and be able to just flourish and conquer in your uh, your life. And in the next episode, I we are going to break down step by step how to freaking lose fat because it's one of those things that, you know, not everyone needs to lose fat But if it makes you feel better about yourself, then hey, I feel you. So in the next episode, we're going to start with nutrition and we're going to break down how you can start losing weight for good. You guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. And I know it's not as good as if we were actually hanging out in person, but I really do appreciate it. And if you haven't taken a second to leave a rating and review or subscribe to this podcast, doing so will ensure that you don't miss out on the new episodes that we drop every single week or the new tips that we have coming for you. So do take a moment to do that. It really does help us so much. Whichever platform you're listening to, if you're listening to on iTunes, be sure to subscribe to this podcast.